What's up, guys? Beyond the Party, episode eight. Thank you guys so much for the support. Our Instagram posts have been doing great, and we're going to keep pumping them out. Uh, I just started learning how to make reels the right way, if you guys didn't notice. So, yeah, we're learning as we go. And happy you guys are here to uh, do it with us. Yeah. Yeah. KP, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, I feel like Friday we were a little bit more busy than Saturday night, but Friday we had Crespo. It was a good turnout. Saturday, we had Chris Devine during the day and during the nighttime, so that was fun. Who, who opened up for that guy? You, actually. Oh, yeah. I thought I saw I thought I saw you there. <laughs> um, yeah, but Saturday was good. Um, Friday was definitely a little bit busier, though. Um, I don't know. We'll see how this weekend goes. How yeah. was your weekend? Yeah, it was a great weekend. Frank gave me the last minute call to fill in. I know. Pool, so that was fun. Yeah. The pool's always fun because it's like a stage and, you know. It's yeah. But you were at Golden Nugget on Yeah, Saturday Golden Nugget during the day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That was more chill vibes, like at the pool. You mm-hmm. know, people just chilling out in the sun yeah. stuff like that. And then at 5 o'clock, actually, there was like a blackjack tournament. And they're like, can you just play all Sinatra? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I'm whipping the, like the wedding playlist out. People? Yeah, it's all, you know, like old like uh-huh. dudes from New York. Like, yeah, playing but they the let kids tournament. up there at that pool. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and then I think that. at 8 o'clock, they kick them out. Oh, okay. And then like just comes like a night swim yeah yeah that's cool yeah no it was it was a good weekend though and you know we have a lot of stuff coming up i got a lot of gigs in ac coming up so please check my schedule because i'll be out there for you know all kp's fans yeah yeah but yeah let's hop into it this week we have my great friend rambi on who he flew all the way out here from chicago <laughs> just to be on the podcast uh what for having me. welcome ron welcome <laughs> How was your, how's your drove. weekend? You drove? <laughs> yeah, I drove. How long? Uh, it's about 12 hours. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't I know if I could do that. that. Yeah, I don't know. It's not that bad. It's cool. Yeah. You brought uh, you brought the dog too, right? Yeah, I brought I brought wifey and the dog. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. How, how was he? Was he getting antsy at all, like in the car ride? He sleeps. He's, he's a champ. He's been a champ since like birth. <laughs> that's awesome. My family dog is like an absolute nut. He's like... Really? So, yeah. Why. Yeah, he would... Uh, well, he, I think he had like a stomach problem. Every time he's in the car for like a long time, he'll like spit up and, and all that shit. So oh, I'm like, man. It's a nightmare. my parents are really like, you need to drive him somewhere. They're like, eh, <laughs> like, I don't leave know. Him home. Leave him home. <laughs> yeah. How was your weekend though? Did you have uh, any gigs in Chicago before you came here? Oh man, um, did I? Yeah, I know. It's, it's hard to remember. I know. I do the same thing. Uh, yeah, I had a wedding last weekend. Oh, right dope. I had a private event in a club. And then brunch on Sunday. Chicago's crazy. So yeah. Chicago, like I just moved to Chicago nine months ago. So I used to be in the circuit in Philly, AC, and I think I'm working longer and more shifts. Really? So it's like, what time do we close in AC? Like three thirty. Like three thirty. Yeah. Three thirty. Yeah. If we're lucky, like four thirty is like if we're, it's four thirty if we're lucky out there. So really? five if it's that's really crazy. Late. What time does it start? Ten. Oh, shit. I feel like that really says something about like the nightlife out there, like the difference, like how it is. Yeah, it's a different market. It's a different like. There's who comes to Philly to do their bachelorette party? Yeah, not not many people. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, we go right. to Atlantic City for that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We always get bachelorette, bachelor in Atlantic City all the time. Where'd you Why? first start DJing at? Um, I originally started DJing at a teen night party in North Jersey. Okay, North so Jersey. Spot, it was like a hookah lounge that did like um, like no ID parties. That's what they were yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. How and old were you? 
I was probably like 13, 14. Oh my really? god! As a, pro- as a promoter, and then I got into like I just hung around the DJs. I was like, yeah. a, I was like a fly on the wall. And then when these older DJs are teaching the new DJs how to like DJ technical stuff, uh-huh. um, I'm just like listening in, and like obviously I can't um, do it yet because I don't know how to mix and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like. I'm conceptualizing stuff. I'm, I'm learning how to set wires up. I'm learning how to tape wires down. Right. Um, all the small micro things that people don't, people Pay skip. You, to, you know yeah. what I mean? How to wire a mixer up or if, mm-hmm. why, why does, why doesn't this sound right? Um, that, that came first as well as like learning how to promote and like pass flyers out. Nowadays, you're just, like back then you're in the mall just, Passing out flowers in your yeah, high school hallway, just yeah. passing out yeah. flyers like, "Yo, come tonight, bro." Um, I think so. That was that was important. And in a couple of years, I was doing a lot of sweet sixteens. I was doing like engagement parties, assisting with weddings. Um, and then I moved to college, and that's when it really kind of took off. Where, where'd you go? You went to Temple. 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 Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And then you started doing like a lot of Hoboken spots too, right? No, so I wasn't doing Hoboken spots. Uh, my mentor was. Oh, your mentor, right, so right, right. Before right, I moved okay. to Philly, Got he you. was like he was opening for all like the New York City radio guys, but I was driving him in and out. So yeah. I was like kind of like a fly on the wall during that point too, and just watching. And like if he'd have to use the bathroom, he'd he'd be like, "Yo, I hope this eighteen-year-old kid, because <laughs> yeah. I'm twenty-one. It's like it's a twenty-one-year-old club. Right, yeah. Snuck in, and he's like, "Bro, I hope this eighteen-year-old kid could not fuck this transition <laughs> one time up." <laughs> And then when you went to college, like, did you still like know that you were going to keep DJing or was it kind of, yeah, definitely. I didn't have any friends when I came to college because I transferred. So I didn't dorm. I didn't, um, like have that, that group of people on my floor or in my building. Like that, that shit, that shit was hard. So my first couple of months, I think, um, I just locked myself in and just, I think my first month, I locked myself in. I didn't have Wi-Fi yet because my roommates that were randomized, didn't uh, even know who my roommates were, they they didn't move in yet, so we didn't have Wi-Fi. So I just locked myself in the crib, um, record, 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 record mixes, and then walk to campus, upload a mix once a week, and come back. And that would be like, because I wanted to use the Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I got the shot to do my first house party, and it completely bombed it. Bomb, really? Bomb, really? Bomb, bombed it. Um, I knew how to mix at this point, right? Like, um, at this point, I've been around for four or five years, but I didn't know how to rock a party. Yeah, uh, so it's different. Yeah, it's like I knew how to mix. Like transitions were clean, mm-hmm. but I'm not able to fit in all the hype shit that mm-hmm. wanted to be played by the crowd. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and my my music choice was just a little different back at that point because I'm learning how to DJ, I'm not learning how to party rock yet. Right. Right. So that was like another learning curve. After, uh, where'd you transfer from? I was uh, at a community college up north, oh, in North okay. Jersey. Got you. So yeah, going from a community college to an actual like university is complete two different things. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like being a transfer student and not having any friends, that it, it was hard. It's hard to make friends when you're older. It really is. Nobody tells you that, but as you grow up, if you don't keep like your core group of friends, it's so much harder yeah, to is. make like random friends. But okay, so what? You bombed it, and then what? Did they give you another chance, or you were done? Um, I got chances from other spots, okay. and, but I had to. I had to do a lot of homework. You know what I mean? And like people, damn, that rain is. It's raining. Yeah, <laughs> it's God. But people, people literally had to like give me chances, and people stuck with me. Some people stuck with me. Some fraternities stuck with me, and that was before I got into Greek life. And then when I got into Greek life, I was like, 
president of the frat. I was already DJing at Noto awesome. at the time. So yeah. it was like, it was like completely like upside down by the time like I right. got into Greek life. So yeah. I was already known on campus as a DJ. And now I'm president of the frat, who's a DJ, who's also playing at these big venues such yeah, as Noto yeah. as a college kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's And I was crazy. like a monthly resident there. So that was cool. Yeah. Are you so, allowed to DJ at a place before you're 21? Um, I think so. I don't know that. I've seen I've seen it a lot. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it a lot. Um, management is uptight about you drinking though. If management's yeah, like, hey, yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. we know that you're underage, they're gonna make sure that you're not drinking. Yeah. They don't want you leaving the club right. messed up and getting into trouble outside and then it falls right. back on them, um, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so after college, did you move back like to North Jersey or you stayed around here like so, right away? My last year of college was like a half year. I graduated in December. Okay. So I would say my senior year was like an extra semester long, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those three semesters I was in Philly. Um, and that's when West and Down just like became a thing. Right, um, right. I was already playing at Noto like once a month a year prior to that. So after college, I stayed in Philly. We just we just did the nightlife thing, um, me and a couple friends. But then... The pandemic hit. Mm. Uh, so I graduated in December. Pandemic hit in March. Right. Four yeah. months. And we tried to grind it out. We stayed in, we st- like, we all, we all rented, a, like, we all were in different spots. We're like, screw it. Let's just all move into one of our houses yeah. because all our roommates moved. Yeah. Um, and we, we camped out for, like, two months. You know what I mean? And right. Did a lot of content. Did a lot of, like, DJ work. Did all that shit. That's fun, though. And then it just, like, all right. They said two weeks. Now it's two months. Oh my gosh! Money's never yeah. leaving. Money's money's running low. It's gonna be a point where we're gonna have to move back home. So, uh, yeah, you know I mean? yeah. That happened before outside opened up again. You yeah. know, and so, but once outside opened up, it was like, all right, we're moving back to Philly. Here. Mm-hmm. Let's get right back to work. Do it yeah, again. Too. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that uh, really gave a chance for like all the younger DJs to make a name. Because oh, yeah. all these bars started opening back up and clubs, and they're looking for you know, new hungry. talent. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yep. And I think I met you that summer at, when I was DJing Brew, and you DJing Uban. I think I like lent you a, a Micah XLR cord or yeah. something like that. I was like, damn, I forgot an XLR. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that's when we met, and you're like, all right, yeah, I fuck with you. And then kept in contact ever since, and you, you know, you've always helped me like throughout yeah. my journey so far. So I really appreciate that, round. It's been an like, honor, definitely. man, like, to yeah. see you, like, Playing in, at places I don't even play at. I don't play at the pool, so like it's been it's been cool as fuck to see like yeah people that I could give guidance to, but also surpass what I could give you. You know that's yeah. it's cool as well, fuck. I won't say surpass. You know? <laughs> There's no shit that I can't do. Man. I'm still that's taking notes. Me. I'm still taking notes when you're DJing. Oh, but let's talk about cool. let's talk about the transition like from Philly to Chicago. Like okay. how was that? Because you know. Right now, you have, like, steady gigs in Chicago every oh, weekend. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't like that off the bat, right? Yeah. Not off the bat. Why'd man. you move there? Why'd I move there? Um, <laughs> I was stuck between um, just Miami and Chicago for a bunch of reasons. Uh-huh. And we visited Chicago the second time, and we were going to see uh, another DJ from Philly, DJ Daly. Shout out Daly. <laughs> uh, make this a real. So we came to visit Daly for his birthday, and I've known Daly for, like, almost two years from, like, social media playing call of duty with him every night <laughs> okay. and um like i've i visited him once he's come to philly a few times and played mm-hmm. at like down so like we're in real life friends as well now mm-hmm. <laughs> not just video game friends or instagram friends uh-huh. and uh so i came to visit him for his birthday and on our last day we're just sitting downtown me and wife here sitting downtown 
couple hours before a flight. And we're like, she's like, should we move here? And I was like, fuck it, let's send it. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that's so let's cool. Send it. Yeah. So um, what, you guys just packed and moved after that? Three weeks later. Damn. Yeah, just about. Yeah, this guy posted this story like like three days before. And I was like, like oh, fuck, <laughs> like, he's moving. I didn't tell anybody I was <laughs> yeah. moving. I didn't tell him where I was going until I got there. Like, I, I'm a big believer of like the evil eye and protecting energy. So yeah. I was like, when people ask me, like, hey, where are you moving to? I was like, I'm going to let you guys know when I get there safe. Because <laughs> yeah, I was right. driving. You know what I mean? And yeah. A lot of shit could happen in those 800 miles. And, like, I don't right. know. Right. Like, right. I'm superstitious. So what? Did you go and, like, see the place before you moved over there? Or you just, like, went? I wish. Online? Right, <laughs> really? We've seen that shit online. We're like, oh, that looks nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Send it. And, so uh, spontaneous. Was it not? Awesome. Um, it was very expensive. We just uh, we just moved to a new spot recently. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we're like, yeah, this this got to get cut off now. <laughs> that's yeah. enough. Yeah, that's enough. Gotta cut this shit off yeah. now. How's the like, cost of living like compared to Philly? Same kind oh, of man, dude. Like, I live like a king. <laughs> I live like a king in Philly. Honestly, yeah. I had, like a really nice apartment for dirt. I remember. Cheap. Yeah, your apartment was shit. You've been there, right? Yeah. yeah it was like huge. Like mm-hmm. that market value is probably like four k out there. Wow. In, in wow. Chicago, that's crazy. Really? It's a bigger city, but it's way prettier. Um, that was the reason. Like, it was a prettier city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's just more shifts available as like a DJ, private event DJ, corporate event DJ, club DJ. Like, there's more shifts available there than mm-hmm. here. Like, I, I don't remember getting that many club gigs. I mean, right. um, not club gigs, but corporate gigs out here. Mm-hmm. Oh, it no. was. Ho- it's yeah. nearly impossible unless like you're really tapped in and yep. like. It's fl- everything flows out there way better. Yeah. How? What was your process like when you first got to Chicago? Like, like how to get yeah, gigs like and who'd you hit up? What you do? Um, so I kind of slacked a little bit with my networking because I was really trying to just. When I got there, my my furniture didn't get there for another two weeks, <laughs> um, and then probably six weeks later, I had to move out for a week while they redid my entire floors. Jeez. Yeah. So you got to like really settle in. Yeah, like, so I, it was, it was just yeah. impossible to get settled in and I'm like in and out, in and out. So settling in was a very hard time. So I was, I got, I got connected with Daily and then Daily's part of this company called the DJ Firm. So mm-hmm. they own a lot of accounts and luckily like, they liked my playing style and clubs haven't had any complaints about me when I opened. Yeah, so that's I, awesome. I started yeah. getting headlining gigs. But if I didn't That's have cool. that, like, it wouldn't be as fast-tracked. You know what I mean? And that was, I think yeah. that was the reason why I chose um, Chicago over Miami. I was like, at least somewhere I have a foot in the door here. Some, right, some yeah. Some type of foot. Whereas in Miami, I'd be like, ah, this is going to be hard. Yeah. I feel like Miami is definitely more, like, promoter-heavy and shit, too. Like, how, like, NYC is. Yeah. Like, every gig I've done in NYC, you got to, like, sell tickets and promote, like, crazy and like, yeah. stuff like that. That's how you make your money and... Yeah, I feel like Miami is like like that too. It's just like big party city that yeah. That's what people are going to Miami for. Yeah. Go out, you know, go club and spend money, <laughs> which is crazy expensive there too. I also feel like Miami for me was going to be like I'm not going to grind here. When I move to Miami, I'm yeah. I'm here I'm here shirtless. Per- permanent vacation. Yeah. Barefoot. I'm here mm-hmm. hanging out, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. vibe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking like what I went to Fort Lauderdale for spring break and I was like how do these kids get any work done? Like the kids that live right down the street. Cause we were meeting kids that are on the beach and they're like, Oh, we just got done class. And we're like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you went to class with the beach across the street. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that must be so hard. But, uh, yeah, let's get into like, uh, your, uh, like music style. You're very, uh, you play like everything, which, you know, I respect and I like that a lot. Like I always try to do that. I want to like touch everybody, play every genre. And I know that you also like care a lot 
about like adding your own culture to it. Yeah. And I think did you work with DJ City? Was it or you no, heavy with hits? Heavy hits. Heavy yeah. hits. Yeah. They want to talk about that a little bit. So it's like the year 2016 to 2018 range, right? And I'm on DJ City, and I keep seeing Punjabi MC Beware of the Boys. Remix number one, remix number 12, remix 1,000. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Because DJ City has billion Latin reggaeton songs. They have, you know what I mean? So I'm like, if if you only had Suavemente and had 1,000 remixes of just that, the Latin DJ community would be kind of pissed too. Yeah. Right, and yeah. The, amount of, the amount of DJs that are Indian that are on this platform, we need more music or like more remixes or something like let us we make dope remixes why mm-hmm. can't we post our shit on here yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and there's a lot of us there's not just one of us you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i knocked on their door a few times and dj city's just not having it um and i wasn't the only one knocking so i finally came across heavy hits and they took the shot they That's took the awesome. shot with me and they're yeah. like i was like look there's a lot of us um and this brings a bigger audience to your platform. You guys are newer, and like, this is something that nobody has done in the entire history of record pools before. Is yeah. adding South Asian music, a whole fucking playlist, not just a remix of a, a song that everybody already has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Side note. If you have that song, play the fucking original. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? There are don't, so many don't remixes. Play, don't oh play the gosh. remixes. Just yeah. play the fucking original. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you see an Indian crowd. Don't, we don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> play the original. <laughs> no, that, that is also the, that, that, you know, you really, you're really taking from your culture and trying to implement that, yeah, that like, with cool. your everyday you know, job. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 went, I went the extra mile. My, my vinyl records are the Indian flag. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. the wires I use is orange, white, green. Like I'm always trying to just That's tap dope. in yeah. with my colors and like rep the flag as much as I can. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you notice like when you moved to Chicago, is it like different style of music you have to play compared to Philly? Like different cultures and different. Oh, yeah. House was pretty much invented in Chicago, right? Oh, so I didn't even know that. Huh. There's a lot of house music that's flowing out there, mm-hmm. but then like. My dinner vibe set mm-hmm. over here and my dinner vibe set over there is completely different. Mm. Um, I will say my dinner vibe set over here was more R&B heavy. Over there is more like Lighthouse, I'm a Piano, Afro okay. Beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my headline slot set, you probably heard, you heard me play the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, even my girlfriend was like, she, that's, her, that's her first time hearing me play in months too because she works weekends. She hasn't heard me play in Chicago. And she's like, yo, your set was your your set was uh, very different than what I I'm used to hearing you play. I think Philly, I played a lot of hip hop. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, if it's not a hip hop club, it's house heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or high, high, high energy. So when I first got there, my first couple of gigs, like I did all right. I knew I could do better, and I was like, yo, I gotta I'm do. Sure to I gotta start downloading right. Chicago right. crates, like yeah. organizing my music differently, and just yeah, yeah. And I'm sure like listening to other DJs around there just helped oh, too. Oh yeah. yeah, but most of it was just like I just gotta switch my vibe. Like I just like I'm I'm really good at adapting to things. So mm-hmm. like I read the room, and I'm like, okay, like when I went when I go home, how can I change? Right. Like how yeah, can I yeah, add yeah. on? And it took a couple of tries. And like now, I feel like the venues I play at, I'm I could I could do them blindfolded. Yeah, that's really? dope. Yeah. yeah. I remember when you got uh, Pace, you were like, hey, do these people fuck with John Summit? And I was like, yeah, play it. 
Yeah, John but, Simmons lit out there because he's yeah. from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was just about yeah. to say that. He's literally from Chicago. Yeah, that dude's like on top of the world right now. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him in Chicago, but like everybody knows about John Summit. Right. They're always yeah. asking, like, instead of bad bunny to your forehead, it's John, John Summit. Summit. You know yeah, I mean? that's like, actually shit. Shout out yeah. John Summit. I don't know you, but shout, shout <laughs> out to you. He was at the pool. We had him at the pool. How was It was that? probably one of the best parties. Really? Ever. Wow. It, it was like, it was so crazy because before we actually knew who he was, nobody really knew who he was. Like, we were like, John Summit, like, who the fuck is that? And then when we saw the crowd of people that were coming in for this man, it was literally insane. Like, people were calling us. Like, people would spend crazy amounts of money for a table. Like, they didn't even care. Like, they just wanted to be in the same room as John Summit. And it was like, the vibes were so high. Everybody was so positive. Like, we had no issues. Like, everybody was just so nice. It was like the best time ever. But now he's coming to HQ. That's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I think like a, like two years ago, he was an accountant or something like that too. Yeah, Isn't that crazy. Yeah. Like it's just the way your life could change from a few songs blowing up. Yeah, you know? I think he was just yeah. an intern too, not even like really? a real. Wow. Like, yeah, he was just like, I don't want to do this though. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. I think TikTok. I think TikTok and like social media definitely plays like a huge part because oh, I've yeah. seen so many DJs even use the Where You Are remix or uh, any remix of Where You Are mm-hmm. as like their um, their video background song. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? like, 100%. It's a huge song on like, yeah. everything. Yeah, I think White Weiss just did that like yesterday. We promoted the, the Wildwood Spots. I haven't seen uh, it yet. Yeah. yeah, it looks dope though, the Wildwood Spots. He, he's opening I it gotta up. I got to check out Weiss. Yeah, Guys, yeah, go support Weiss, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. All three venues. How'd you... Uh, Speaking of Weiss, how'd you get linked up with Double, Double Down in Philly when um, you first started? I think Weiss just reached out to me one time. Um... No, actually, that's that's a lie. Uh, we we definitely sent him a lot of mixes during oh, the okay, pandemic, yeah, 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 for sure. And I got hooked up to Double Down Radio once before before globalization, mm-hmm. like in the midst of the pandemic. And I think like now now I'm a familiar face. I've done I've done a mix for you. Um, like I'm gonna I'm I'm always around on Instagram. Right, right. Yeah. World's closed down right now, so. Yeah. But I think when like a few months after the world opened back up. And he needed more DJs on his team. I think he reached out to me, and I think I just did like a one fill. You know what I mean? Like a random like tradesman's once. And I guess yeah. I guess it just grew. That's yeah, that's how it happens. Uh, I don't remember the full story, but I remember like it was like just a one off, and then it became like right. once a month, and then like now all of a sudden it's like, hey man, um, I like these venues. If if they like me, can we please do more together? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so. yeah. I know you guys build like a great relationship. Oh, that's the yeah, that's big awesome. bro, man. Like, yeah. Sometimes he'll yell at me and call me out on my shit, and I'm like, "Fuck, you're right, man. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> like, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't even have anything to say. You know what I mean? You need, so. you need someone that's gonna do that, though. Yeah, definitely. like, yeah. I'm not. I don't need yes men around me. Mm-hmm. So I need I need people yep. like that. Like, yo, that was wrong as shit, and that's not cool. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does that. So I'm like. Hella respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then you kind of lay that on to me, I feel like. Too. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yo, don't do that shit. <laughs> yeah. If you have any advice for like a kid that's trying to start DJing, what would you say? Like how to get into it? Oh man, just have fun. I mean, I think I think um doing this for so long at this point, I think I get carried away with not having fun because now it becomes a chore mm-hmm. where we all started this because it was fun and right. it was interesting. It was an escape. Mm-hmm. When it comes like your livelihood, I think sometimes it changes. Your when it becomes business, now it's like, I got to be the best at this, or it takes. The, sometimes the fun gets taken out. So, for young kids, man, just continue to have fun. Um, I'm still trying to find my way to like have fun sometimes. And um, like for example, I just did a wedding on last Friday, DJ drummer duo. 
That was oh, the most yeah, fun I've had that. in that like a, a, almost five years. In a really? Booth. It was it was the most different thing I've done, but it was so fun. Uh-huh. You know, so like I think it's just continue to evolve, continue to just smash goals, change your goals, smash goals, change your goals, but just keep having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's definitely a thing to it. But the drummer, how that work? Like, did he give you a song list or anything, or he was just going he off play, of whatever he, he you're played playing? To, he played to what I played to. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's that so sick. Cool. And like, yeah. it was cool because like I have a lot of like acapella remixes, so mm-hmm. like it'd be the entire song, and then it goes into just the vocals. And I would let him. I would. I would give him like a hand sign. I'm like, that's like it's your turn now. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. he's creating the drum, the drum beat behind the vocals, and I'm like, all right, now I'm gonna switch it up. So like, I've worked with the drummer before, like, uh-huh. just like two, three times, and we were always on sync. So yeah, working with right. an, another talented drummer was like, it was just, it was the same shit. Yeah, and it's different. It's so it's like different. Like, why did they want that there? Um. The co- our company out there in Chicago, we we uh, we offer that. We offer like violinists, saxophonists, mm-hmm. drummers during your wedding. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. I know K- uh, K- Fry does that a lot at the Sixers game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah. the same concept. Um, DJ AM used to do that with Travis Barker. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I okay, coached yeah. they did that twice. Wow, that's yeah. dope. That is, yeah, that's so unique. Like, yeah, no one so would expect that. Rest yeah. in peace, AM, the yeah. greatest DJ of all time. Um, did you ever see him live? I wish I was too young, man. Yeah, was right. Too young. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I've I've been to um I've been to Dusk, which is in the bottom of Caesars. It mm-hmm. used to be a club, no longer mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a booth that he like he opened designed. that up. Right? He designed. Yeah, he yeah. was a partner in that. He was also a partner in Palms in Vegas, but oh. he designed the booth in in Dusk and like outside, like on the main floor of the casino. It was like this um like this glass showcase of like. His headphones and his right. shit. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, probably yeah. just one of many. You know what I mean? His sneakers. Mm-hmm. It's probably not his. His. One of, yeah. It's probably one of many of his, but still cool. It was yeah. like an AM tribute at yeah, least. Yeah, definitely. That's sick. I know there's a documentary on him. I want to watch it. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. I so, watched it when it first came out. Then they took it off the air and they, re- oh, really? they re-released it. Yeah, because I heard he like really like just pioneered like different ways to DJ, like mash like mashups and like playing different songs over one another. Stuff oh, like man. That. Dude, if you had an S9, if AM was able to play on an S9, <laughs> it would be different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's all I could I could just laugh. I could just laugh. Yeah. Yeah. What uh what equipment did you start on? Uh my first piece of equipment was Marty Rock's equipment and I would go to Marty Rock who's my New York mentor okay. and he had a set of turntables, a broken ass CDJ and a Rain 57. <laughs> he won CDJ and sometimes I'd walk into the basement and it'll be two turntables and the Rain 57. Sometimes I'd walk in and be one turntable on either side. Sometimes it'd be the turn t- uh, CDJ on one, yeah, either side, yeah, yeah. and he'll throw empty water bottles at me. He's like, "Do that shit again." <laughs> like, that, that the transition sucked. Do it again. Yeah, you know awesome. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. do it again. That's good. And I learned how to adapt. He's like, "Look, when you're the opening DJ, and the headliner has the CDJ on your right, you're not allowed to move it to your left. Mm-hmm. You're just not allowed to. You're yeah. gonna adapt right here, right now. Right. Like, there's no other option." So, um, it like at a very young age it instilled this value in me. Does the equipment work? Okay, I could play. Yeah. No matter what what you got, as long as it works and I can connect to it, I can rock. That's so true. I never thought of it like that. Like you really can't just move the stuff however you want. Yeah, or, or disconnect everything yeah. and yeah. Pr- put your shit up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you saw the clip of nine, but he was talking about how uh, opener for Paulie did that, and he was like, "Oh freaking yeah, out. yeah." I watched that one too. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, funny. no, like 
like Nine said, like that headliner will make you shut the music off yeah. and walk out the room. Yeah. So it's embarrassing for you. Like right. you, you, you should have asked questions before you clocked in. Hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. Yeah, that, that's the worst feeling if the music's cut, cut off and everyone yeah. just <laughs> staring at you. Imagine like you oh, just spent like two thousand dollars on bottle service and you're waiting for some dickhead DJ oh to plug the mixer back yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. That's and I wonder how long it took because I'm fast. <laughs> I'm fast. <laughs> but <laughs> how yeah. long did this take this guy? Right. Wait. So how did you find your mentor? Like, how did that all come about? Um, I like, think who is he? mentors come to you by accident and they stay with you on purpose, Best. you know? So, like, I would say Eddie, DJ Nine is definitely another mentor. White is another mentor. Um, mm-hmm. But my first one was definitely Marty Rock. Marty Rock, um, he worked for a private event company, both of us. And I was, like, the setup crew and the mm-hmm. roadie, and he was the talent. I picked him up. Went to the gig. I set everything up, and I just assisted him for this one corporate event. And on the drive home, we just like we just talking, chit chatting, and stuff. And he learned a lot about me. I learned a lot about him. And our worlds are completely different. Like, yeah, I did a lot of Indian parties back then. He did a lot of clubs mm-hmm. and Latin parties. So our worlds were so different, but we knew that we could like help each other grow. And like, I'm the equipment guy. He's a talent, but I'm also trying to learn how to DJ. Yeah, and. This guy knows equipment. This guy sells equipment. He he at that time I think he worked at um like a guitar center, Sam Ash, mm-hmm. one of the two. So I think every day he allowed me to just, hey, I'm off from work today. Come in and come practice. We're gonna learn how to scratch. We're gonna learn how to do That's this. Awesome. We're gonna learn how to yeah. mix. Yeah. We're gonna learn this. Uh, we'll learn that. And um like that was the catapult of how I learned my technical skills. Mm-hmm. Like I already knew how to wire shit up, but to mix and like to like, and then he'd bring me. To, he would need rides to clubs sometimes. So for him to bring an eighteen-year-old into sneak an eighteen-year-old into a club, <laughs> like I remember, I remember being seventeen sneaking in. I'm turning eighteen at midnight. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm turning yeah, eighteen yeah, at yeah, midnight at the club. Like you're really feeling like the man. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like <laughs> what the shit. fuck is going on? But like, I'm I'm able to meet New York City like heavy hitters like DJ Camille, DJ Yanni, like. The guys yeah. that he used to open for because I would be on his hip at all times. I'm I'm the guy carrying his backpack into clubs, right? You know, and hopefully I don't get carded. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully right. I don't get carded. That's so, so cool. That's awesome. You were able to like experience so many different like areas. Like now you're in Chicago, oh, Philly, yeah. North Jersey. You know, you experienced Hoboken by, you know, just like going along with him. And uh, it's cool because you got to build your name up and build connections kind of everywhere. So now. Even though you live in Chicago, you could still come to Philly and DJ oh, yeah. for a week. You know, that has to be pretty sick. Yeah, it's, that's, yeah. it was definitely cool. Like, Dave and Mai, shout out David. Um, that that relationship was definitely, like, almost five years old. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like, I remember weekly meetings every week with David. Um, that's what I'm doing now, yeah. <laughs> I DJed there. I opened on Wednesdays. I would headline on fucking Fridays. And then Sundays is my... Sunday day party or a Sunday evening party was mine. I was there, like, I lived in the Patron Lounge. I don't know if you guys have been to Weston Down. Yeah, yeah. There's I a think. main room and then a small room. The mm-hmm. small room was the main, um, Patron Lounge. I pretty much lived there. That was my booth. <laughs> right. Like, I had I had neon tape on every DJ booth and every piece of equipment. Don't redline. Don't be a fucking asshole. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Put, yeah, put yeah. these plastic covers back on when you're done. Like, that, th- that was me. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that was me yeah. leaving all those notes. Like, this is my fucking booth. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though yeah yeah but yeah like i, I always ask like what's the key like, in this business and everyone says you know networking is just the biggest thing to do and just maintaining like relationships yeah um and you know i feel like, i feel like you're just like a very real person and yeah 
some people like might not like that, but yeah, I feel like that's just like such like a huge thing, like to making a real connection with somebody. You know, yeah. being straight up, being real, not being fake at all. And yeah, I feel I feel like you've like just always been like that, and you always keep your head down. You got the, like mama mentality. Appreciate that. I know Kobe's <laughs> like you know big inspiration to you, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. How did that start? You just like at a young age, you just started watching Kobe, and you always liked him. Uh, yeah, like Kobe was like. Kobe was like the black sheep, right? Like Kobe was always that young, under, misunderstood kid that just when he's on the court, he might miss, he might airball, but once once he got over that hump, he's not anymore. You yeah, know what I mean, right. He airballed for I don't know his first couple of years, but after that, like you throw the ball to Kobe's hand at the end of the game, you know he's he's turning that shit. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. And I think for me, it was just like one of the last memories I have of my grandfather before he passed was he got me like a Kobe statue, like a little oh, statue this big that came with like, you could pull the back and it like, he shoots. Oh, yeah, it's sick. Yeah, yeah. So um, Kobe was just like, that was the first basketball player I kind of knew besides Shaq. Everybody uh-huh. knows Shaq. Right. Yeah. But yeah. the guy that, that was like the Batman and Robin to Shaq was like Kobe. You yeah. know what I mean? So it was like, and then you, as you grow up, you realize that like, Oh, this motherfucker's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like broken finger, broken ankle, and he's still shitting on these motherfuckers. God damn. He's like, he's like, he's he's like the super villain that you're really voting for. He's right. the Joker. You know what I mean? Like you're voting for the Joker. You're not voting for the Batman. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's so funny. Yeah. Who'd you uh, who'd you have won in the finals this year? Did I didn't have... give a shit about the finals. Yeah. <laughs> it was boring. It was such yeah. a boring finals. I, I'm definitely glad like Jokic and Murray got it because like yeah. they played they played great. Jokic doesn't even give a fuck. <laughs> Did you see the videos of him? He's like, no, he's yeah, like, I'm ready to go home. home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so funny. Cause, yeah, usually people are crying and they're like, no, I wanted this my whole life. And he's, he's like, like parade. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, my job's done. I'm ready to go home now. Like, I just want to go home. <laughs> I get it, though. I get that. I come, I, I, I drive home from gigs in absolute silence. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yep. Shit no silent more. car ride. Yep. It's or best. lo-fi. I always do that every weekend. It's a silent car ride. <laughs> yeah. So you work in nightclubs, too. Do you protect your ears? Like so, um, no, I really don't. I'm more so like outside of the club, though. Okay. I'm a host, so I'm at, I'm in the queue, like where everybody walks in and then they go inside. So I'm not really in the club like that, especially not to be wearing like head like ear plugs. I gotta start. I wearing. mean, I should though, because yeah, should especially like daytime during the daytime pool when we work. The music is so loud in there, and like it's in a doom, so it just echoes. Mm-hmm. And the bass, like sometimes I feel like my, <laughs> yeah. I can feel my heart like beating in my chest. Yeah. So I definitely should probably look into that because I know it probably won't be the best. Like later, yeah, I life. feel like my hearings fell off a little bit. Dude, I, started. I so at a venue I play out in Chicago, they have artists come in all the time, mm-hmm. and some sometimes they're just like bigger DJs, but they're like kind of assholes and they just turn all the knobs all the way up. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like my job is basically play for like 30 minutes, let them like transition between me and the opener um, and then allow like I facilitate the transition between me and the artist. I pretty much sit on the side for their entire set. I might go grab like a beer or something, but I have to stay in the room. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. as soon as he's when, as soon as he's ready to go, then or if something malfunctions, then I have to get right back on. So like when they turn the knobs all the way up, I have my earplugs. I'm like, dude, I can't. Yeah, I bet. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's bad. And even like, yeah, when you're when you're DJing, you have the booth up. Like, it's like, oh, it's I try a to lot. keep that low as possible. Yeah. To be honest, um, as as long as I can hear a little bit, feel a little bit, that's all I'm really going for. Right. 
I'm not some really drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I, don't re- yeah. I don't really drink like that. But what do you drink? What do you drink if you're drinking? It used, when, when I lived out here, it was Henny. Now it's a little bit of Casamigos, just nice. tequila. Yeah. Mm. But I choose like, I choose to only drink if it's like a margarita. Like I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm down. I'm always down for Marks. Yeah, Mark. I'm always down for Marks. Always down for Marks. But like. On the job, I'm like, ah, oh, if it's not a mark, I'm kind of good. Uh-huh. Right. You ever release really a mark up there while you're chilling? I mean, DJ? Like, how many, yeah, clubs, how many clubs could make me a fire-ass margarita? Uh, yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, this you know is what I mean? true. Yeah, I, I always, like, sip on something when I'm DJing, but I never, you know, never want to get too drunk or anything, like, to where I'm embarrassing myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, yeah like, to this day, like, I might even have two you. drinks. You drunk on, sun, on Saturday. You guys that was drunk fun. On Saturday. Saturday. I've seen you drunk a few times. <laughs> that was a good night. <laughs> You have you ever late, been you know? so drunk? Like, have you ever been like fucked up? Oh hell yeah, all, all the time. Why are DJing? Have you ever embarrassed While I was yourself? DJing, it definitely happened at Weston Down. Yeah, yeah every sure. now and then. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was like twenty one. Uh-huh. Yeah, just graduated yeah, right. college, or right before I graduated. Like, you know what I mean? Senior mm-hmm. year. Like, we're it definitely we're ha- it definitely it. had to happen. Yeah, once. yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Um, I know, I know. Like two two years ago, or a year and a half ago, at Down, I got. Smashed on my birthday. Oh, yeah, it's like, your birthday. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember. I remember specifically seeing a kid in a Cowboys jersey, and I had to call him. Out. <laughs> I just had to. Like, I was like, "You fucked up." <laughs> I'll do that sober. I don't care. Exactly. Yeah, no, you <laughs> fucked up. Like, you. It's my birthday. Me and my boys are. I'm not an Eagles fan, but all my fan, all my friends are Eagles fans. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like, we're in we're in the city. It's the start of the season. And I think we're ju- we're about to play these guys like this week. <laughs> like you, read the room. Like you fucked up. Yeah. What are you doing? Like yeah. a big ass Cowboys jersey. You had to cut the music out. <laughs> Pull the fuck up. Is that a Cowboys jersey? <laughs> Do you awesome. know where the fuck you are? What do you say? What Drop do you the say? Fly Eagles Fly song. <laughs> oh, that's sick. Like yeah. I don't know, man. Like I think that's also a thing that's like when I think that's like the fun of DJing. You know, like it's not always just. Song after song after song, and just go linear, 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 and mm-hmm. then like it's cut the music out, rock the mic, change something, good shit up, make somebody laugh, make somebody. I don't know. Right. It's always like you could. There's so many elements. You don't have to be just clean mix, clean mix, clean mix, clean mix for four hours straight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's good to be clean, but it's also good to like I don't know, switch the vibe up. You want to entertain? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, entertain. I guess right, like. Everybody in that room, I'd say the majority of them were probably Eagles fans, and they probably loved that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. They probably yeah. did. Do you see any difference in like sports culture from Chicago to Philly, or are uh, they sort of diehard fans out there? Like, how is Philly? Fan. Like, yeah, it's cool. Everybody, everybody has a pair of Jordan ones in Chicago. Everybody does. It's that like cool. Yeah. the most iconic sneaker of all time. Everybody has one, and mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I gotta catch up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> There's people out there today like fight for uh, Jordan still the goat conversation. Um, I haven't heard any of those. Yeah. I don't. I don't entertain that conversation because my <laughs> yeah. answer. My answer is like Kobe. Yeah, it doesn't. My answer doesn't is not even on the an, on the on the fucking test. Right. So yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna entertain that question anymore. Like, I think it comes down to this: like, who's the greatest athlete? Who's the greatest force? And who's the most talented player? Right. Like, those are all different questions. Yeah, and that's they right. all have different answers. Yeah, they all had different mentalities and, you know, just different drives. Like, statistically, yeah, LeBron is the better player. More points, more assists, et cetera. Like, his stats are just better. Yeah. But, like, who could come off, who could come off, like, X amount of injuries? Who could come off, who could land after their team because they were just fighting for their life in court and (laughs) drop 50 on a team? You know what I mean? Like, 
Like I literally just fought for my life in court, landed after my team, came came late to the arena, and I dropped fifty and I went home. Like it, I don't know. It's it's all different. Every every answer is subjective. And yeah, you're my right. My answer is gonna be Kobe for for life, and we'll never get to see that LeBron versus Kobe. Yeah, and, uh, true. We all we got robbed. So yeah, we did. Yeah. I wish we got to see that LeBron versus Kobe finals, but we never did. So. Mm-hmm. And you know we uh, I know like Kobe's your biggest inspiration, but. In the music industry, who would you say is your biggest inspiration? Oh, um, besides like AM, who like broke boundaries for DJs, who made DJing like a popular thing. Like he created, he created the rock star DJ. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like Aoki was part of AM's team at one point. Mm-hmm. So just to see, like Vice was part of AM's team. Oh, at one okay, point. yeah, yeah. So, um, besides AM, I would say like Kanye. Yeah, Kanye, Kanye. Yeah, like I love, I love me and J Cole and Nas as like my favorite rappers. But mm-hmm. like, Kanye is just like the, I don't know, something about just being like the misunderstood black sheep. It's that it resonates with me. Right. Yeah. And Chicago too now. Oh so yeah, really like, with that. So <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been waiting for like the hottest day. Like I'm waiting for like a 90 degree day, <laughs> so I could ride with the windows down and listen to graduation. Oh my god, blast, dude! That like, album is so good. It's, oh, I, I probably god. have like I have it on disc, like CD, and I've probably yeah. like. I've heard it for at least a thousand times, right. like on repeat. As like since like I got my car. So, yeah. <laughs> what do you uh, what do you got this weekend coming up? Um, tonight I'm at Uban. Tomorrow, Wicked Wolf. Sunday's Father's Day. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. And then I'm gonna just drive back sometime later this week. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. When did you get here? I got here. What we left Monday night. We got here like Tuesday afternoon. Cool. You you staying with your parents right now, or you? uh, yeah, we're between my parents' house, wifey's parents' house. Yeah, yeah, chopping um, around, just back and forth. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm gonna spend some time down here, and then I'm go back up north and spend some time with my parents. That's awesome. Oh. Yeah, cool. Well, what about you? you? Where are you at this weekend? Uh, all right. Uh, where am I this weekend? <laughs> I know you wanted you to tell us. You don't even know. You don't even I know. did. I did. No, no, no one was asking me. Then, then Ravi came in for the shade. Care. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> fucked up. Um, I actually have the night off tonight. This is gonna be nice. So I'm oh, gonna so pop you're out coming to out Uban. tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna pop out to Uban. We're getting Neek drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's rare when we get a night off. So when we do, yeah, we gotta make the most of it. Yeah, <laughs> especially yeah, at my that. my young age of 22. So oh, wow. yeah, we're getting Neek drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and then Saturday, I'm at Cuddy's up in Maniunk, so that should be fun. How about you, KB? Who's at the pool this weekend? Uh, we have Miss Lady Bunny tonight. We're doing like a pride event. So nice, dude. Little drag queen action. She'll be there, and then uh, tomorrow night we have Vice. TJ oh, Vice. oh, Vice! That's yeah. awesome. Hell of a fucking DJ. Yeah, yeah, I opened up for him at the pool uh, a few months ago, like we six had months him ago. For Halloween too, and he's he is fun. He's fun. yeah, yeah. He he's really good. Is he? He's based out of Miami. You know? Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Okay, Vegas. gotcha. I think he runs the Vegas. I don't know if he's based out of there. I know he's in the Vegas circuit though. Cool. Yeah, that's a yeah. He was really and he's a really cool guy too. Yeah. Yeah. From just having a conversation with him. I That's think awesome. he did a few years ago. I think he did a um, the Vesper anniversary. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. It was like two or three years wow. ago. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's like a big guy to get in the Vesper. I oh, feel yeah. like, yeah, hundred percent. You gotta, they gotta start doing that more in Philly. Mm. And Philly nightlife. Um, good luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> During the summer, at least. Like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Down the shore falls and shit, off. You know what I mean? Especially like, all these new places open up down there too. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Robbie, thank you so much for coming on, dude. Thank you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it.
course. Next time you're back in town, we'll have you on again. Yeah. Also, we'll recap. Maybe we'll come to Chicago. That would be dope. Let's do, let's, do, let's do one in Chicago. That would be fucking right. dope. Yeah. Bring the mics. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. All right. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And uh, next guest will be announced in a few days. And see you guys next week. Can't tell. Peace. <laughs> see you.